Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Wednesday, my friends. Woo! What a good day it is to get to be alive today. I am so darn grateful that we get to be here together, that we get to start our days like this. So thank you for inviting me into your life. Let's make a great morning together. Here we go. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is She's Down Again. Today, God is leading us to a battle to teach us a lesson, and it's a lesson we need, a lesson that will help us see our struggles from a different perspective, a lesson that will help us appreciate where we are, even when it's not where we wanted to be. The battle is between the Israelites and the Arameans. Now, Before you think this battle from 870 years before Jesus is completely irrelevant to your life today, I assure you this fits perfectly. So perfectly, you are about to be blown away. Prepare yourself now. We find the battle in 1 Kings chapter 20. This was a conflict that had been going on for quite some time. The Israelites would attack, and then the Arameans would attack, and each army would retreat and regroup, and then the battle would start all over again. And now we're picking up after several head-on collisions between these two armies. So 1 Kings chapter 20, I'm going to read verses 22 through 28 today. It says, afterwards, the prophet came to the king of Israel and said, strengthen your position and see what must be done, because next spring, the king of Aram will attack you again. So the battle is going to continue, okay? And the Israelites are being warned, hey, your enemy's coming back, they're going to attack again. Meanwhile, the officials of the king of Aram advised him, Their gods are gods of the hills, and that is why they were too strong for us. But if we fight them on the plains, surely we will be stronger than them. So do this. Remove the kings from their commands and replace them with other officers. You must also raise an army like the one you lost, horse for horse, chariot for chariot, so we can fight Israel on the plains. And then surely we will be stronger than them. And he agreed with them and acted accordingly. This is all important, and I'm going to tell you why in just a minute. Let's finish reading. The next spring, Ben-Hadad mustered the Arameans and went up to Aphek to fight against Israel. And when the Israelites were also mustered and given provisions, they marched out to meet them. The Israelites camped opposite them like two small flocks of goats while the Arameans covered the countryside. Okay, so you have to understand, the Israelites were tiny compared to their enemies. 
And the man of God came up and told the king of Israel, this is what the Lord says. Because the Arameans think the Lord is a God of the hills and not a God of the valleys, I will deliver this vast army into your hands and you will know that I am the Lord. Mm -mm -mm. So the battle begins and they're in the valley where the Arameans thought the Israelites were only protected by their God on the mountains. The Israelites destroyed the Arameans. How? Because our God is the God of the mountains and the God of the valleys. He is your God in the ups and he is your God in the downs. When it's going right and when it's going wrong. When you like it and when you don't. Why is it you think God is only guiding you and only blessing you when you're on top of the mountains? Why would you assume God's good plans for you are only mountaintop experiences? Oh, what a mistake it is to assume God is only God on top of the mountain. The Lord is God in the valley as well. He is still God when you are down. He is still God when you lose your job. He is still God when you're sick. He is still God when you're grieving. He is still God when things are hard. This is your valley. And sis, God will fight for you in this valley. He will bring you victory in this valley. Praise him in this valley. We can't just praise him on the mountain. We can't just be happy when we've overcome our struggle. Why would you ever withhold your joy for after the hard climb is over? God doesn't just wait for you at the top. He sits with you at the bottom. He provides for you in the valley. What a terrible mistake it would be to assume, like the Arameans, that our Lord is a God of the hills and not a God of the valleys. Don't miss the fact that God will fight the greatest battles for you in the valley. He will defeat your enemies when you are down low, when you are outnumbered, when you are overwhelmed. He will then raise you up. But how can God raise you up if you're not willing to surrender when you're low? Psalm 121 verses 1 and 2 says, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Gosh, I love this scripture. It just makes my soul feel all warm and fuzzy. But do you realize There is one place and only one place where you can be standing and lift your eyes up to see the mountains. You're in the valley, in the valley where you look up and see where your help comes from. If you're in the valley, if you're in this place where you feel stuck, where you feel overwhelmed, discouraged, unhappy, 
God wants you to understand this is not a forsaken place where you are left to figure this out on your own. You're not here to just struggle and suffer. Misery is an option in this valley, but it's not what God desires for you. You are here for a purpose. Your valley is for a purpose. I know that you're longing for those mountaintop moments again, and they will come. But God is doing something here in your valley. I love hiking. Anybody else just love to go for a good hike? I love the adventure of packing a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in my backpack and then savoring that sandwich on top of a mountain. it is so good. I love climbing to see the view. I've climbed my share of mountains and there's one thing I've found as you're nearing the top. Fewer and fewer things grow up there. The higher you go, the less grows. If you climb a real mountain, one of those 14ers, you'll find absolutely nothing at the top. Rocks, snow, that's all there is. There's no trees, no grass, no berries, nothing. It's stark, it's bare, and they say it's really lonely at the top. As much as we love the highs in life when we're on top, having achieved those great things, the truth is we don't grow up there. So God, in his most loving and caring way, never leaves us on top for long. He brings us back down, sometimes all the way down, down to the valley, down to our lowest low, down where we didn't want to go, but where we need to go. Why? Because abundant growth happens in the valley. God isn't just God when things are going good in your life. God is still the same God when things seem to be going wrong. He is God of the hills and he is God of the valley and we should praise him the same. I have a beautiful friend who was pregnant with her fifth baby and at full term, this perfect baby girl died within her womb. And their family went from preparing all the pink things in the house for her grand entrance to planning a funeral. It was the drastic descent from their mountaintop to a valley they never wanted. But in the months since, God has done countless, miraculous, sweet miracles in and through this family. And no doubt, he's not done yet. New things have grown in this valley. Lives have changed in this valley. God's help has been so tangibly present in this low. And new mountaintops are being whispered. Billy Graham said it like this. Mountaintops are for views and inspiration. But fruit is grown in the valleys. You aren't just blessed when you're up. You're blessed when you're down. 
You're growing when you're down. Things are changing when you're down. New things are happening when you are down. And when you're down, it's easy to see where your help comes from. Just look up. I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Why? Because I'm in a valley. (laughs) I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And I see him more clearly in these valleys. I become more like who he has created me to be in these valleys. I'm strengthened for my next climb here in these valleys. Oh, God will take you back to the top again. He has so many beautiful mountaintop experiences for you. It's not that the mountaintop is bad. He has so much more for you up there. But he loves you too much to just leave you up there. His love is so strong that he will bring you back to the valley where you grow to know him more. Back to the valley where he whispers new dreams into your soul and promises to lead you on the journey there. If you're currently on top of the mountain, oh, sis, enjoy the view. Savor it. Soak it all in. This will not last forever. If you're on the hard climb up, oh, don't you stop. God has so much more to show you. Keep climbing. If you're in a low valley, receive your growth here. You are being renewed here. New things are growing in you here. And you are being prepared for new places next. Our God is the God of the mountains. And he is also the God of the valleys. Don't forget that. He is God and he is good when things are going good. And he is God and he is good when things don't seem to be going good. He is God, and he knows what he is doing in the mountains and in the valleys. Wherever you are, you can trust God knows what he's doing, and he's working. If you're in the valley, girl, you are growing here. If you're on the mountaintop, oh, enjoy it so much. If you're climbing, keep climbing. There's more. All right, my sisters, can I pray with you today? Join me right now. Let's pray together. Well, good morning, Papa God. Thank you so much for waking us up today. Thank you for breathing life into us and giving us another opportunity to just be alive, to be surrounded by your beauty. Thank you for your provisions that are here for us today. God, wherever we are on our journey, I'm just grateful that you have us here, that you're not done with us, that you're working in us. I pray for those who are in that mountaintop season of life where things are good and everything is going so right. I pray that they would praise you completely, recognizing that's you. You strengthened them to do that. You gave them that talent. You gave them that opportunity. And I pray that they would praise you on top of that mountain and enjoy it while they're there. For those that are climbing and they're tired, I pray that you would strengthen them. I pray that you wouldn't let them stop. I pray that you would help them to go all the way where you are taking them, God. 
for those that are in the tough times, those that are in the valley, those that have fallen, those that are struggling, those that are frustrated. Lord, I just pray that you would be ever so near them today. And I pray that they would look up and see that you will help them. You are helping them. You are growing something new in their lives. I pray for an abundant harvest to be growing right here in this valley for growth and change and new dreams to be whispered into their souls here. Thank you, God, that you are the God of the mountains and you are the God of the valley alike. We praise you wherever we're at and we trust you. Lord, I pray for every soul listening today. I pray over their families. I pray that you would meet them right where they're at today and give them what they need. And I pray for your protection over our families. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be alive today. We're so grateful. It's in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, I am just honored to get to spend this time with you. I also want to give a special shout out to all of our new members of Big Life Mentoring, the girls that have been listening to the podcast. They've heard me talk about this month's theme in Big Life Mentoring of the master plan, just um, having dream sessions with God about what his plans for our 2024 are uh, and connecting with him to receive our word for the year and create a mantra and then ultimately to write goals for this new year of life God is offering us. Oh my goodness, so many new members. I am blown away, so blessed. Woohoo! Y'all make my heart so happy. So, welcome to all of the new members of the inner circle of Big Life here in mentoring. I am thrilled to be connected with you. If you're hearing this and you're like, man, I really want to do that. Please know that we make it crazy affordable. It's less than a buck a day and you don't have to make any commitments, like for real. Um, Try it and see. Uh, I would love to have you join us. The website is biglifementoring.com and I could be talking directly to you tomorrow. (laughs) Have a beautiful day of life, my friends. I'll meet you again in the morning. I love you wildly. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.